Today is Tuesday, August 2nd, and we are joined. Uh, we have a speaker today, Johan from Sweden, who has been an OA member since 2019. The floor is now yours. Um, we look forward to hearing your story. Thank you. Thank you so much, Trisha. And uh, thank you, Rita, for inviting me here today. I'm really, I'm really grateful to be here. Really happy to be here. A bit nervous as well. And uh, yeah. And my name is Johan, and I'm a recovered compulsive oral eater. And I, uh, I live in a small city called Falun in Sweden. It's a bit north inland uh, from Stockholm. A small place, a beautiful place, close to the nature. And uh, yeah, I came into OA in February 2019, and I've been abstinent since 28th of May 2019. So I didn't make it on my first try, and I'm going to talk about that as well. Um, and yeah, I, I learned a lot in a way. I learned a lot about recovery. I came in here through other programs. I was already uh, into other fellowships when I came to a way. And I came in with the mindset that, uh, well, you know, I, I beat um, alcohol and drugs. I beat them other things. And... Uh, I mean, this is just food. How hard, uh, how hard can it be? Um, and it turns out it's very hard. <laughs> it's not easy at all. Not at all. Uh, so I came in through other fellowships. I came in at the beginning of 2019. Uh, I joined OA. I, uh, uh, I took a sponsor. I started working the steps. I did uh, one or two meetings a week. Uh, I made my own food plan. Uh, I avoid, you know, certain things, but, uh, and going on like that, I was, you know, I was not really in a way, not with my, with, with, with both feet. Uh, I had one feet in a way and, and uh, one feet outside a way. And that just didn't work. And I, I, I heard when I came into OA as well, like credits don't transfer. And uh, I didn't listen to that very much then, uh, but <laughs> I do today. And I learned that the hard way that credits don't transfer, definitely not. I thought I was living in step 10, 11 and 12 when I came here. Uh, but you know, I, I really learned here in OA to have a very strong daily program. Uh, and somebody told me that OA is like AA, but on steroids. <laughs> uh, and uh, that's been very true for me. I, I really learned to work the program uh, to the best of my ability every day, one day at a time in, in OA. So I came in with that mindset, you know, taking this like, yeah, like the books as half mess, measures of wills uh, was nothing. Nothing, you know, 50% uh, doesn't give me anything. And it didn't really. I went back out and, uh, uh, and coming back, coming back there in the end of May, I was really smashed by this disease. 
I was willing to do anything. I was desperate for, for a solution. And uh, I got a new sponsor. I worked through the steps really quickly. I had a spiritual awakening and um, started working this program like on a daily basis. And I'm going to talk about that as well, because I think that's really, really important, you know, uh, step 10, 11 and 12 and being in step 10, 11 and 12 uh, every day, doing this work every day. So I had a spiritual awakening uh, the day after I was through the steps and I went through them quickly. I did step five to 12 in one afternoon and one night. And the day after that, I had a sponsee. And the day after that, I just woke up and uh, the obsession had left me, which was just a fantastic miracle. And uh, I remember calling an away friend and, you know, I, I couldn't believe it was true because I felt at ease. I felt calm. Um, uh, my, my head wasn't, you know, filled with uh, uh, my alcoholic food anymore. Um, and uh, so I called an away friend and I, I, uh, I told him that, uh, you know, something has really happened. Uh, it, it feels like the, the obsession has, has really left me. And he, he, he said to me, I hope that it sticks. Uh, <laughs> which I hope too, but it, it has, it has. And I've been abstinent just over three years now, uh, which is just a fantastic miracle. And I've been through things, you know, that uh, would have led me in the past to, you know, binging my brains out in 2020. Um, uh, in November, in, in, uh, in the beginning of November, first my, my son was born which uh, was you know a miracle and you know a happy thing so uh, uh, an occasion for celebration uh, usually you know in the past and two days after that my father died you know so there was a lot of emotions there just uh, in a couple of days um, and I think that you know uh, this program uh, doesn't uh, get me on uh, pink clouds I'm not uh, I'm, I'm not in eternal bliss I'm not enlightened in any way. <laughs> I, I am happy, joyous and free. But I think the miracle with this program is that I can be abstinent through life and I can live life on life's terms. And I don't turn to the food as a solution anymore. And that's the fantastic miracle. I had this disease my whole life. For us, you know, as early as I can remember as a kid, I had this. Um, always being, you know, turning to sugar uh, as a solution. I, I was brought up in a home where my stepmother alcoholic. There was a lot of violence. Um, and uh, as a kid growing up, I felt unloved. I felt separated. I felt like, uh, you know, being an, an alien on this planet, really, you know. But uh, when I had the food, I, I felt okay. And in, in some sense, I think that uh, this addiction really saved my life at an early age. Um, at an early age, uh, before being a teenager, um, I was contemplating suicide. I did a suicide attempt when I was, you know, I, I don't know how old I was. Could have been maybe 10 years old, 11 years old, something like that. Um, trying to hang myself with an electric cable and... Uh, I didn't, it didn't happen, obviously, because I'm here, but that could have gone really, really wrong. 
but thanks to the food, I could always to turn to the food to get comfort. I could always turn to the food to uh, to feel at ease, to feel you know as as one with people, uh, to to get these uh, fears and emotions to go away. And I I just kept using that solution throughout my life. In my teenage years, I also you know got into alcohol and drugs, and the food was quiet for a while. Um, uh, because I, I got such an effect from alcohol and drugs that, uh, you know, the, the food uh, wasn't that interesting anymore. But in my early 20s, I, uh, I got back into the food. And uh, there I was, you know, um, I was using uh, drugs, I was using alcohol, I was using food. And I just, you know, kept using a lot of things just to feel okay and that's all i ever wanted was to feel okay that's that's all i all i ever wanted so i lived abroad for many years for 14 years i lived in southern uh, southern europe and i lived in in nice in france for three years almost and in portugal for a year and then 10 years in barcelona and um I was just getting heavier and heavier uh, for every year. I called my I called myself a connoisseur. <laughs> you know, uh, I was running a lot of restaurants. I knew everything about food, you know, and I knew everything about the good chefs and the good wines and all that. But that was really just uh, I was just hiding behind that just so I can eat uh, as as much as I wanted. And 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 no nobody would would uh, look twice. And you know, uh, being out in a really good restaurant at night with friends and all that, I could uh, I could I could um, uh, I could be on my best manners. But uh, then on the way home, I would just go into a store, buy my binge food, and then uh, get home, isolate, and just uh, you know binge and and, uh, and eat um, and this just went on and on and on um, then alcohol and drugs took me to hospital I was in a hospital for nine months uh, because of alcohol and uh, I was in a coma for two months and uh, yeah I had a yeah, I got really, really ill. My family came down from Sweden and friends from Sweden when I was in a coma to say goodbye to me at the emergency care in, in Barcelona. And I was in the emergency care there for four months. And, uh, but somehow I survived. And they say it was because I was still quite young in my uh, early uh, 30s. And uh, that my, my, uh, my heart my heart uh, was young and could uh, take this uh, big hit. Um, what happened in the hospital, though, was that I, I lost uh, I lost 100 pounds in four months. <laughs> so uh, because I was on intravenous food, I couldn't eat, couldn't drink. And um, then I was moved to Sweden with a hospital airplane uh, and came to Sweden and was here in the hospital for five months. Rehabilitation and yeah, just a lot of things. Uh, and coming out of the hospital, I was a hundred pound lighter than before. And I was like, wow, 
and I got into a fellowship, you know, uh, dealing with alcohol and drugs. I recovered from that. Uh, and I thought like, wow, life is just going to be beautiful now. I'm clean. I'm sober. I'm thin, you know, because I always thought that being thin was the solution. That was the solution to all my problems. All my life, I've been, you know, I remember my grandmother putting me on a diet when I was a kid. <laughs> I've been on diets my whole life. I've been dieting my whole life and, you know, losing some and then, you know, just gaining it all back and gaining more. Never worked, you know, obviously I'm here. <laughs> um, and, you know, I was not free. And, and that's what I mean also with credits on transfer, you know, I, I, um, I got recovered from alcohol and drugs, but I wasn't recovered from the food, not at all. And I was just, I was crazier than ever trying to keep this weight, trying to keep, you know, being thin and, and binging and being obsessed with food. And so I, I started with my old solutions, you know, getting on a diet and doing that. And, and what I could see now, and a big book is very clear that, you know, this is a progressive disease. It never gets better, only worse never better um, and now I could only be on a diet for a few days and then I went back to the food a few days went back to the food so in my mind and this came all natural to me I thought like if I'm eating excess of food and I can't be on a diet I just need to throw up the food that I'm you know eating too much of it made perfect sense in my mind you know so I started purging and uh, cutting into that and doing this for a while. Um, I could see, and I had the first step experience, not strong enough though, but I had the first step experience and I came to OA there in the beginning of 2019. And yeah, I did the program half measures which meant that I relapsed and got back on the horse there. And my first abstinent day, 28th of May, 2019. And, you know, it's, it's just one day at a time. Doesn't matter, you know, time, uh, how much time I have, uh, you know, being recovered in a way or anything like that. But it, for me, it does matter as well because uh, before that, I could say like, yeah, it's just one day at a time. I don't count the days. And I can also use that as an excuse just to, you know, binge and just get back into the program after. So for me, for me, it is, it is, uh, I celebrate my, my, uh, my day every year. Chance you know? reminder, five minutes left. Okay. Um, Not with uh, cake or ice cream, but with uh, with uh, with balloons or something, <laughs> something else. That's funny. And today I live, you know, I do the program uh, one. I do the program one day at a time. I live in step 10, 11 and twelve to the best of my ability today. And I learn to have a daily program. Uh, I'm on daily meetings. I do daily outreach. 
my sponsees, even though uh, the sponsees that I have right now are through the steps, they keep calling me every day. They do a check-in every day. I call my sponsor in US every day and check in with him. Um, I do daily 10 steps. Uh, my 11th step, I love step 11. I'm a 11 step junkie. Uh, I love getting up early in the morning, doing meditation, reading my books, uh, doing prayers, connecting with God. Um, and I get up really, really early in the morning. I have to get up before my kids. And, you know, they are small, one and a half year and four years. So they get up early. So I have to be really, really early in the morning uh, to connect with God. And then step, you know, step 12, which is, you know, uh, the most important step, I think. And I think in OA, I often call this the forgotten step because people are reluctant or they are scared of start sponsoring. But in my experience, that's the only thing that, you know, I, I needed to, to get into sponsoring really quickly in order to, to, uh, to, to get recovered and to stay recovered one day at a time. So uh, I try to sponsor as much as I can try to do service and uh, try to live in step 12 every day. And it says, you know, in chapter seven, it says nothing so much ensures immunity from drinking as intensive work with alcoholics. Uh, it works when other activities fail, you know, and uh, I, I believe that. And that's my experience as well. I need to be in intensive work with, with, with others. I need to be sponsoring intensely. And I, uh, I got through the steps really quickly. And that's the way I, uh, I sponsor as well. Uh, the guys I sponsor, when I take on a new sponsee, he needs to be abstinent 48 hours to clear his mind. And, you know, he needs to stay abstinent through step work. And we go through the steps uh, in eight days. Uh, eight chapters, one chapter a day, and uh, start living in step 10, 11, 12. Because that's my experience as well. The food is, is really, really hard, it's merciless, and it's so easy to go, go back to. Um, I've been in step 10, 11, and 12 in the morning, and then just, you know, in the afternoon, I'm in the food. It's just, it goes like swoosh, takes a second. And that's what I see in Norway as well. So... For me, it's really important to have a strong daily program. And nine days out of 10, it's really, really fun and amazing and, you know, rewarding to do this. And then that 10th day, I, I wake up in the morning, I'm like, ah, <laughs> I have to call my sponsor today. Am I going to take all these calls today again, you know? But that's the days where I really need to put an effort in the program and really do it as well. Uh, absolutely. That's, that's, that's. I mean, it's easy to do this program when you're on a roll, when it's easy to do it, when you're, when you're feeling good, uh, when everything is working out. And it's hard to do it on, on the gray days, but I need to do it every day on the, on, on, on the good days and on the bad days. And if I just do that, uh, God will do the rest. So it's really, really simple as I see it. And Big Book is really, really simple as well. I have all the instructions I need and... Uh, I just need to follow them. That's all. I just need to do what the book says. I need to do, I need to listen to another voice. I need to hear my sponsor every day telling me also, you know, I need to have accountability. And that's what I get as well, you know, having this daily contact with people. So, but always amazing. And I said this, you know, I've been on quite a few meetings today and I said, <laughs> the theme of the day seems to be like, uh, I'm grateful that I am, uh, 
a compulsive reader. And uh, because if I wasn't, I, 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 I wouldn't have found a way. I wouldn't have found big book. I wouldn't have found, you know, the steps. I wouldn't have found God. I wouldn't have found, you know, all of you guys and uh, all of the friends I have today. My, my life wouldn't have meaning like it has today. So thank you so much for letting me share today. And uh, yeah, with that, I pass. Thank you. So great to be here. <clears throat> thank you. Thank you so much. Um, universe is just so um, wonderful because today, um, when I opened up my big book, this is the, the story I opened up. It's on page 529. It's one of the big book stories in the back, grounded. Um, I had been the object of scorn, shame, and disgrace, yet much more has also happened. Every loss has been replaced with rewards. I have seen the promises of the big book come true in magnitude I could never have imagined. I had gotten sober, I had regained my family, and we were once again close and loving. I had learned how to use the 12 steps and to live the wonderful program that was founded so many years ago by two drunks. It took several years, but I learned to be grateful for my alcoholism and the program of recovery. It forced me into, of all things, that had, it forced me for all the things that happened to me and for me, a life today that transcends and far exceeds anything I had previously known. I could not have that today if I had not experienced all of those yesterdays. Thank you again for sharing with us.